this is Blythe Baines, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Today is April 30th. It's now 2.56 p.m. Man, that interview with Alan Bernstein yesterday was so cool. It was so cool to be able to talk to him about his documentary. Um, just cool. It's funny out here in the median. Uh, there's a gal with a COVID mask on dancing around. They got music playing. Seems like they're making a music video or something. So there's still activity going on out here in the world. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my uh, Yachtly Crew mask here. That was created for me by Kathleen Kincaid. She's the mother of a little kid we call Baby Bowie. And the first time we saw Baby Bowie was when Yachtly Crew performed at the Food and Wine Festival at Disneyland over in the California Adventure area. She would... uh, she would show up. He, she would uh, dress him up in a little sailor's hat. His little sailor's hat and a blue blazer. It was just really cool. He'd show up out there with his little little uh, plastic guitar and. Uh, just really, really wonderful people. They ended up hiring Yachtly Crew. Oh my God! There's a dude on his skateboard sh- shooting down the street, dressed like a a, a, um, a speeder speeder bike stormtrooper. Oh my God! That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Just speeding down the road. He had the mask on his head and everything. He's got the he's got his top half is the white uh, armor, for the lack of a better word. His top half is the white armor. He's got the shoulder pads. It's on his back. He's got his... He's got the, the uh, helmet on his head. That's fantastic. Wow. So cool. So cool. I just realized... Instead of taking a shortcut, which I usually do. Wow, it's been a while since I've just been out and about. I'm realizing. Um, You know, I'm used to being out and about. I think we all are. I think that's what helps with the uh, podcasts. When I'm stimulated with so much information... There's a lot to talk about. And that's probably why my podcast has been few and far between. It's not that I don't have plenty to say. It's the uh, fact that I thrive off of the interaction with the people out on the streets and stuff going on. Uh, so this is quite quite interesting. I'm going to get my, my money for rent, at least half of the rent. My sister has been working. She's still got her job. So she's been working. And uh, so so she's able to pay her half of the rent. Plus she got her stimulus check in the mail. I haven't gotten that yet. I don't know how many of you guys have gotten it. Have you gotten your stimulus check? What is that, 12 hundy? Something like that. Any of you guys filed for unemployment? I did that, uh, let's see, that was like last month, uh, March, yeah, March, halfway through the month, I, I, uh, signed up for unemployment, I heard that gig workers could, um, file for unemployment. And then I ended up finding out uh, I think I got it I think I got a light here I don't know 
Um, uh, and so, you know, I heard the idea that gig workers, aka musicians, which some of you know or not know, was my main source of income with uh, with Yachtly Crew. So, uh, so once all of our shows got canceled, there are no more no more shows. No more income. So I've been stretching out $200 in the bank account. Stretching it. Stretching it. Getting the essentials. Times like these, it really teaches you uh, what are foods that you can eat or foods that you can buy that uh, are non-perishable um, can feed you you know pretty well and uh, you know enable you to fill your belly and also that, that food that's relatively inexpensive so now is not the time to run out and get one of those, uh, you know, $40 uh, Whole Foods cheesecakes or whatever special expensive gourmet items they've got for sale there these days. So it teaches you a lot. So I filed for unemployment. I heard that gig workers could file for it. And then I ended up getting a letter in the mail telling me that I wasn't going to receive anything and I got very confused. So then, so then, I heard that on April twenty eighth, they 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 opened up this portal. I like the fact that they're using the portal, the the word portal so loosely, and all this stuff. Well, once that portal opens, once that portal is open, um. So that portal <laughs> opened up April 28th, where they call it uh, pandem- Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, P-U-A. I don't know how many of you guys have uh, uh, attempted to navigate the uh, the California Unemployment Division website however it's it spins you around in circles leads you to believe one thing and then you go over here but then it's another thing just a whole series it's interesting they try to answer all the questions you have and strangely enough the questions that I did have were not on that site So I found out, you know what? Okay, I'm now going to apply for the pandemic unemployment assistance. I've sent emails to my landlord letting him know, look, man, here's half of the rent. Um, I don't have the other half. I'll have to pay that to you later. And that seems to be one of the big discussions we're hearing a lot is the idea that uh, do you you know do you use your precious resources to pay rent or to feed your family you know pay for electricity the electricity bill is still coming through I think they're putting a halt I think uh, on electricity I'm pretty sure I mean, not a freeze, however, just a, you know, like, okay, we're not going to unplug any of your stuff. I don't know if this is like this in all, all places. However, in Los Angeles, 
Uh, there is a, I don't know if it's a law or what it's, what they would call it, a code? I don't know. There's uh, basically a, a moratorium on evictions. So their landlords are not allowed to evict any tenants who cannot pay their um, pay their rent. Oh, okay, here we are. We're at the bank now. I'll talk more later. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. It is now 10.02 a.m. It's already May 3rd. Wowzers. So, the past, I would say, three days, four days, I've basically all been all day on FaceTime with my friend Samantha. You can actually hear, I've got a podcast. Well, I think I've got two podcasts where I talk to Samantha. If you search um, for Samantha Light Inspirato Projecto Podcast, if you search for that on Google, um, it'll pop up. You'll be able to hear her. You'll hear our conversations we had when she was in town. The past few days, we have been working like crazy. 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 Basically all day. Basically 8 a.m., and then last night we didn't go that late, but um, there have been a couple of those nights where we went till like 4 a.m. Started at 8 a.m. and then we go all throughout the day till 4 a.m. And we've been on FaceTime. I don't know if I've said this or not. And my sister made a joke about it. It's so funny. She goes, hey, what do you do? You look up at each other every once in a while? And I say, yeah. We stay on FaceTime. It's like we're in an office, a digital, uh, a virtual office. It's great. She's there at her desk. I'm there at my desk. And all I got to do is email her the documents. No different than me being, you know, in the office and handing her the documents. So we've been at work. And now my website with my art, pure art website, is up. CECartist.com. CECartist.com. Very simple. You can check out my art. And I've been having a blast. I think I was telling you that I went through 150... Um, got 150 pieces of art that I had scanned. I mean, more, a lot more than that. Uh, through the years. And so it's just crazy to look at this website and see all these different... pieces of art playing along with each other and it's so much fun I think you might have a blast searching around hold on before I get any deeper within this I'm gonna check just to see if I've said any of this stuff already hold on iPhones. Apple owns the store. Apple wins most of the glory. But Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Twitter, Amazon, and Beta are all going to get into the technology game. This is my diary when I was banned for three days in a digital prison. And in doing so, 
their interests will collide with Google's interests in data, and Facebook will make a living too from our data, making billions on advertising. But where is the net benefit? I ask the question. They say it's not that they can't see it coming. They can. But they're already behind and they can't catch up. Facebook has me in a digital prison. Google but hates me. And this very book is part of the systematic distribution of knowledge through the noise and confetti of megafication and hyperinformation systems. The purpose of modern information systems is to harness. It's a word. Our infinite intelligence by modeling information is Here's your fun fact. A single pair of cats and their kittens can produce as many as 420,000 kittens in just seven years. A perfect reason to have your cat spayed or neutered. Stay tuned, Inspirato Projecto, for more fun facts. Okay, I am back. Yeah, good news is I didn't mention any of that stuff earlier concerning the website and uh, working with Samantha. Man, I just feel like I've been talking a lot about it lately because it's just been so inspirational. She's just been doing all the stuff that I didn't want to do concerning putting up a website, all these little intricacies, all this stuff. And uh, gosh, man, it's just... So good, so good, the way that she's organized this stuff and the menu items and all that jazz. And in the meantime, I draw pictures of her poems because she's got some great poems. If you visit her site, Samantha Light, you visit her site, avoiceinmyhead.com, avoiceinmyhead.com. And she's just got tons of poetry up there. Uh, writings, all kinds of cool stuff, all kinds of written words. And so I've been going through her poems one at a time. And while she's putting together my website, I've been drawing pictures that accompany her poetry. And then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll email it to her. I'll send it to her through the virtual office. She'll take a look at it. She'll say, I like it. Can you add this? Or what if this? Or can you make... This monster's leg shorter or something like that. I'm like, absolutely. And it's so crazy because I'm actually totally using, this is 100%, first time ever doing something like this, the uh, Wacom tablet, which is the, the uh, this is called bamboo. That's the type of this one. It's called a Wacom tablet. You draw on this thing. It's plastic. You draw on this thing. It goes on to your, you know, whether it's, whether you got, uh, Photoshop, you can use Photoshop. I'm sure you can use GIMP, which is like the poor man's version of Photoshop, free version. Um, and then there's something I've been using like crazy called Sketchbook. Autodesk Sketchbook, I think it's called. Autodesk Sketchbook. I've been drawing on that like crazy. Oh my God. I've been having so much fun with that. And I draw. I send it to her. If she likes it, she puts it up on her site. So you can see about, I'm getting some coffee right now. You can see about, I think there are five drawings I've done so far for her site. If you want to see them, avoiceinmyhead.com. Oh, listen to that beautiful coffee. Oh, beautiful coffee. I got the phone plugged in over there. The, uh... You ever get... See, I got this accessory down the street there. It's for iPhones. iPads, you know, any of that... Any of that technology that uses this lightning thing. So, placed on the street, they had these lightning cables available. But what I noticed about these was that within, uh, I'll say a couple of months, maybe, a few months, they start, they start getting weird and wonky. And it'll suddenly come unplugged. Like, it'll be like, oh, it's not charging anymore. Or it'll say, 
this does not this accessory does not work with this device and you're going well you you were working with it just fine in the beginning but now you're telling me it's not working like what what's your deal man so uh It's like the bait and switch, that old bait and switch uh, term. It's like, like okay, you you work already, and then what? Now you're gonna tell me you're not working? What the heck's going on here? Is that something I gotta get a hold, get a hold of? So that explains why I was on the other side of the room getting my coffee. But please, if you get a chance, check out cecartist.com. That's my website. If you want to see some of the art I've done for Samantha Light, go to avoiceinmyhead.com. Oh, this has been so satisfying. Reopening. Reopening the art vessel. Oh, my God. I have Mort Drucker to thank. Oh, my God. You know, when he died on April 9th, that's what started me. Live Live drawing on, live streaming on uh, Instagram, taking the suggestions, writing them down. Improvisation at its finest. And so, I think subliminally, since I was drawing things in real time in front of the eyes of these people, since I was drawing this stuff, um, I wasn't giving myself any opportunity to say no or, oh, uh, you know, Kurt, you don't know how to draw that. Are you sure you're going to try to do that? I think because I have that as a frame of reference in my brain, it's just doing that right away. Bam! You know, I did that. And then you build up in your brain. You go, well, I did that. I can do this. If I did that, I can do this. And, and you, you realize, oh, that's just, that's not a far stretch. Okay, let's try that. And then before you know it, you're like, what the heck? I'm drawing things I've never drawn before. Things that I would have spent too much time contemplating. It's so funny. There is no try. There is do, you know, as Yoda says. Some people go, can you do this? All you got to do is say yes. You know, because there is a way to do it. It's like you have to first believe in yourself that you can possibly do this thing before it reveals the magic that you have inside of you. Will you save the kingdom? Uh, Yes. You say yes, and all of a sudden you realize that you have you were you were born, you're like born from like dragon's blood or something, and you got like all these superpowers. But you had to say yes to the quest first before you realized. Oh, well, what? You tell me I can see through things. Wait, you're telling me I can I can fly. Wait, you're telling me I can punch punch holes through through walls. Wait, you're telling me I can read minds. Hold on. But you got to say yes to it first. The next thing you know, you got all this. Whew, you open up the floodgates. I mean, I'm drawing, I'm drawing animals. I, I was always straying far away from animals. Um, women. Uh, Full-on bodies, doing things, stretching, doing stuff. Just nuts, man. It's just nuts, man. I hope that you are also... Uh, really investigating your talents, diving into the things that you haven't done in a while, and really just looking at them close and, and doing something about it. Your talents deserve to be entertained. You deserve to be entertained. So become your own entertainment. Become the art you want to see in the world. Become the media you want to see. Create the art you want to see in the world. Become the media you want to see in the world. There you go. If every little kid was told that at a young age. Create the art that you want to see in the world. And there you go. There you go. By the way, by the by, last night, Yachtly Crew, which is... uh, Let's see. I know we're we're usually all over the place here on this uh second on the second May. It's already May. May second. 
five, two, right? Check this out. This is Marky. He's a loud purr. Okay, here, check it out. Hello, Mr. Perry Perrington. Mr. Perry Perrington and Associates. He's joined us for an afternoon discussion of what it's like to live as a striped orange feline walking the earth Prancing and dancing across the earth. What do you have to say for yourself, bub? Astros, just gonna say, but I do like being orange and striped and fluffy. And one of my personal heroes is Garfield the cat. Oh, really? Yes, that's true, sir. I can see that. I can see the resemblances. Plus, you, you're you uh, drinking coffee. That's right, sir. It's my birthright. I have a consciousness just like you do. Therefore, it's my birthright to enjoy a very nice, tasty, and healthy and nutritious cup of java oh you like the java huh you better believe it sir so what else do you like uh term terms of uh being being orange striped fluffy what what else what else what else do you like about that one thing i do like is that people are always coming up to me and saying gosh golly you look just like Garfield. Can I take a picture with you? And in fact, lots of times these people think that I am Garfield. So I just don't tell them none the different. I don't make them none the wiser. So are you implying that, uh, that you pretend that you're Garfield? I didn't... I didn't... I didn't say that. I, I'm starting to think maybe I, I shouldn't talk anymore unless I got my lawyer present. I think I'd need my lawyer present now that I think about it. I'm getting a text message here, and it says I, I got to keep my, my lips zippered up about that kind of stuff. But I can say, as an orange striped, fluffy, feline creature with four legs and a tail and some ears and a bunch of other telltale signs of my species. I can certainly say, sir. Yeah? I can certainly say that I like to drink coffee. And yes, I do like to eat pizza. Oh, you do like to eat pizza then, huh? I was there. was going to be one of my next questions. If you, if you, uh, do you have a preference? I like pineapple, of course. Oh, pineapple. Okay, gotcha. You, you got to make sure you eat your fruits and veggies whenever you can. That's right. So that's interesting. Yeah, so then uh, I suppose when you're eating a pineapple pizza, you, it wouldn't hurt to throw some, uh, some... Uh, mushrooms. Yeah, 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 mushrooms. Peppers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just you just pile them right on there, and you got yourself delicious, uh, delicious pizza toppings. Yeah, yeah, delicious pizza toppings, and a delicious slice of pizza. Yeah, slice of pizza. Right, right, slice of pizza. And have yourself a delicious slice of pizza. I sure could go for one now. Mm-hmm. 
Why don't you go ahead and make me one? That would be nice. Mm-hmm. I don't have any pizzas at the moment per se. Uh, but you do have coffee. That's right. Do you want me to pass that over to you? Yeah, here. Thank you very much. Oh, that sure is delicious. I could tell that a lot of work and a lot of effort went into getting those coffee beans. Oh, you can, huh? Yeah, what are you saying that I that I don't have a sixth sense? That's why the cats live nine lives, because they got a sixth sense. Oh. So you're saying you're using your sixth sense to figure out... To figure out what's in this coffee and who made it and all that stuff. Oh. Oh. The village that's... That it's the, all the villagers, the, what they look like, everything about them. How many children they got... Everything about them, sir. Oh, huh. That's 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 a really impressive impressive talent. That, of course, that's what that's what happens when you got a when you got a sixth sense like I does. Huh. Wow, that's impressive. That's right. It's nothing short of impressive. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not as tall as impressive. Oh, I got you right. Short, short or tall, right, 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 right. So, uh, so th- that's a good. Uh... Yeah, as I was saying before, you rudely interrupted me. The villagers, I can tell, handpicked the beans, cause, because a lot of care and consideration went into them picking them beans. They worked very hard for that five cents a day. Five cents a day? Yeah. How much did you buy this coffee for at the grocery store, if you don't mind my asking you? Uh, maybe around seven buckaroonies. Uh, was that before or was that after taxes? Oh, let's see. Well, that was after taxes. I think after taxes, you know, if I do the math correctly, I carried the one. After taxes and around $7. Boy, that's sure a lot of money to to spend on that because those people, you could have paid a whole bunch. You could have paid, let's see, what is it? What's five cents? Five cents Divided by seven. That's like two hundred and some. You could have hired a whole bunch of people to for for seven dollars. Seven dollars could have gotten a whole bunch of people in one hour to gather up even more coffee than you would have bought at the grocery store on the shelf. It would have been like you know five five hundred bags of seven dollar coffee. Whoa. So why do you suppose that they don't pay? If those guys are out there in the field and they're the ones who are, you know, gathering all the coffee and bringing it in, dude, just doing all the hard work, they got to sit out there in the sun, you know? I don't know if they have sunscreen. And then you hear that sunscreen isn't good for you. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want the sunspots? Do you not want the sunspots? If you don't want the sunspots, do you want the cancer that's given to you by the sunscreen or whatever it is that's bad, you know? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Right, right, right. So anyway, they're out there. What do you suppose, why do you suppose they're not getting paid? They're the ones out there. I don't make the rules. I'm just standing what I notice when I take a sip of that, their coffee. Okay. Thank you. No, trust, no, trust me. Trust me. I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't be more grateful than I am now. I couldn't be. Bless you, sir. Someone was out there in space. Bless you, sir. Hmm. So, does this conclude our our interview with the uh, with the striped orange cat? Well, yeah, because I want to go to eat some. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, thank you so much for stopping by. 
Also, thank you everybody for listening to the show. Uh, I think I think we're gonna put a some special things. Stay tuned for some special things. Also, if you want to contribute to this, please, please, please. Why are you begging those people to do things for you? I just I want to invite them. What I'm gonna go over here because I'm not. Why are you going all the way over there? Don't. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Why don't you, you can uh, go, go eat. Uh, if you want to send in any of your, um, why are you whispering? If you want to, um, send me any of your audio. You can send it to inspiratoprojecto at gmail dot com. Send me your audio. You can also uh, leave a message on the hotline. If you leave a message on the hotline on the voicemail, I'll I'll add it into the into the podcast. I love doing that. So email once again, inspiratoprojecto at gmail dot com. Yeah, we're still you we're still in the dot com area. Is that com for computer? Com for commendable? Com for CompuServe? Limit limitless. What's the com for? What's the com? Communication. Interesting communication. So when you think about that dot com, it's dot communication. You never know. You never know. Do you? Never. You, you, you never. You never know which way it's going to go. In this instance, you go to inspiratoprojecto at gmail dot com. Email me your audio. I'd say four minutes is pretty good. You can uh, call me up on the hotline, 561-203-9179. Why are you yelling at those people? I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. Oh, well, calm down. Hold your horses. Calm down. All right. Hold your roll. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So give me a phone call. Leave it on the message. 561 203 Nine one seven nine or five six one two zero three nine one seven nine or five six one two zero three nine one seven nine or jump pump and run along pump 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 Five six one two zero three. Two zero three. Two zero three. Five six one two zero three. Nine one seven nine or nine one seven nine or nine one seven nine or. Five six one two zero three. You heard me. Nine one seven nine or say what? Five six one. All right. Two zero three. Uh huh. Nine one seven nine or louder, please. All right. Five six one. Two zero three. No, no. Nine one seven nine or see you're going too loud now. All right. All right. All right. All right. Five six one. Is that better? I can't hear you. Jeez, I think I think you get the. Hey, Inspirado, it's Clay. I'm just wondering how you are. Um, yeah, I'm not having a very easy time at the moment, but um, just wanted to check in and uh. To see how you are really I haven't listened to any of your episodes for a while so I'm going to try and listen to some of them now um yeah okay bye what do you think about the DNC Iowa hackers hello hello Inspirato Projecto Mr. Kurt thank you so much for all the great stuff that has been going on an amazing 2019 and i was so glad i finally got a chance to meet you this year that was great just 
mind-blowing. So I want to wish you a happy holidays and Merry Christmas with you, your friends, your family, and just I hope to do some more collaborations and looking forward to the Soul Cop Podcast Explosion 2020. So I'm going around and, and sharing as much as I can and trying to get to everybody. I don't know if I will, but at least I'm doing my attempt. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Have a great, great Christmas holiday season, and hopefully we will get to do some more collaborations very soon. God bless. Thank you for those extraordinary messages. Clay, I am sorry to hear that things are not going well for you right now. Um, it's interesting. Um, there's so many different things that are being brought about here with this quarantine. I frequently liken it to the idea of an hourglass being tipped over. And all the things that are on the top are on the bottom and the things that are on the bottom at the top, it's all, everything's being mixed. It's like when you, when you, when you, uh, I don't know, like for instance, when I put hot chocolate into some water, you got to stir it around in there. You know, there's this time where it all meets and it's like, and now, so everything is starting to learn how to balance itself out. And many of us are left with just ourselves. We, we don't get to go out and hang out with the people we want to hang out with. And um, now we're, we just are there, you know, with ourselves. And it's uh, especially tricky, particularly for extroverts um, who are used to being surrounded by people a lot. Um, What's interesting is this is teaching us a lot about how to utilize this time and what kind of discoveries that are exciting, that are exciting, that, that, that enhance the imagination, extend the imagination, and encourage more imagination. Because I got to tell you, when, when imagination comes along, imagination to me is like the, um, man, it feels so light and fluffy to me. It feels like those clouds you see in those Bugs Bunny cartoons where they're, they're bouncing around on the, um, they're bouncing around on the clouds like they're, they're marshmallows, like they're just cotton candy. That's what it feels like to me for imagination. You could actually, um, dip down and go, and eat, eat, eat the, eat the cloud, eat the cotton candy cloud. That's imagination to me. And so, What's fun is when we associate uh, those aspects of ourselves that really highly uh, influence and extend our imaginations into places that are pleasant and, and, and delightful, that are fun to explore, things that, that, that encourage us uh, to investigate it further and, and, and move the curiosity along. Hey, curiosity, curiosity, and you're just following that echo. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's what's happening with me in this, this art and, and writing and whoa, man, I, I, I've reignited this whole thing that exists within its own self. It's, 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 it's allowing it space. It's giving it space, breathe and enjoyment and satisfaction. It's like eating a really good meal. Like I, I, like when you eat a mashed potato, I don't know if, I, I mean, I love mashed potatoes. You put whatever you put on it. I like putting uh, vegan A's and some mustard, sometimes some garlic salt. Oh my God, you squash it up. Oh man, oh man, so delicious, so, so good. Some people like macaroni and cheese, but it hits the spot. And when you find that piece of yourself, even if it's something that you did long time ago and you haven't visited it in a while, I feel like a part of the reason why we might visit parts of that and go, oh no, I haven't drawn in a long time. You know, oh no, I used to draw, I used to like that. But then some teacher came along in, in fifth grade and made an example out of me in front of everybody and, and made me feel bad in front of everybody. My friend Jeff, that's what happened to him at a very young age. His, his teacher used his artwork. He was a young, 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 young kid. Five years old, I think he said. Uh, and the teacher goes, this is exactly what you should not be doing. It was like, let's say it was like some Easter thing, you know, make a bunny and some, some birds and whatnot. And maybe Jeff decided to draw like a tree 
with eggs in it, you know? A tree with bunny ears, you know, I don't know. Some crazy, awesome, surreal thing, no doubt. She holds it up. This is a this is what you should not be doing. She holds up his stuff. Man, could you imagine that kind of that kind of shock that would have on a system? The PTSD, the the, brrr, the echoes, right? It would echo into the future and everything you do. There there would echo that shame in every moment that you move along and try to do something artistic. And so it's interesting because knowing that about him, I went on a trip with him to uh it's called Desert Days. For four days, it was a festival. We camped out there. Oh, man, it was great, man. Oh, man, it was just great. Just drank beers. <laughs> Listened to good music. Just, like, just made art. But he would, his art, what's interesting was I noticed his art was very, very simple. Which is, There's nothing wrong with simple. It was like a zig or a zag, maybe a circle or a square. I felt like, oh, Jeff... You're flirting. He's still dipping his toe into the art. It's almost like he can feel that. that This. Don't you, you know, don't you go down this direction. How come the claws and the fangs? And so he and I would play exquisite corpses. Oh, man, it was so much fun. It was a way for us to unpack more and more of that imagination. Anyway, I'm not trying to preach to you clay by any means which is interesting clay if you really think if we were you know it's interesting when we really analyze our names this the the interesting things we find in there clay clay shapeable sculptable playful clayful wouldn't that be interesting as clay if your full if your full name was clayful clayful clay and playful clayful that could be a website for you clayful clayful.com there you go. And it's all it's your writings, it's your music. You do great music. Uh So yeah. Uh th- get back into your music. Get back into it. You know, uh, I keep hearing that Billie Eilish her her music was made in the Garage Band app just in her bedroom, she and her brother creating music unpacking the imagination and I've heard your music and it's beautiful it's awesome it takes you to places it's a journey it's a quest it's a whole world and I think it's something worth investigating just 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 keep playing in there find the playfulness of it art should not have to be torturous not at all it's funny, that's something I preach about a lot is art is the last safe place on earth. We should not uh, feel that just because we were tortured. Now, you know, that's what's so funny is there are a few things that happen there that could, that could happen, I'm imagining. I feel that if I tortured over my art, I feel that I would then demand, you know, okay, I, I tortured myself 14 years trying to get this art piece done. Then I put it out there into the world. I think a piece of me, an egotistical piece of me, would ring inside that goes, hey, wait a second. I want someone to, now it's worth like, you know, X amount of dollars. Uh, because that equals the amount of torture that I, my, I went through psychologically and or physically in creating this art. This art that tore me apart inside that rah, I just opened up my guts and there it is on the canvas. And my mind went through, you know, craziness. And there it is on the canvas. So now, in a sense, the value, what you're buying on the canvas is the psychology of the person 14 years. So you're taking that in consideration of this thing. So that that becomes a part of it now. It's not just what's on the canvas. Okay, because someone could look at that canvas and go, eh, that's not, that's not worth it. What is that? That's, that's not worth it. Whereas another person could sit down and they go, wow, I'm not overanalyzing it. I'm not torturing myself. I'm not, you know, having this authority figure. Think about this. If you were to look at at yourself in the mirror, imagine this, imagine this. If you were, if you wanted the, the best manager or boss or owner of a company that you worked for, what would be the best case scenario? Imagine, imagine that boss right now. Okay. Okay. Now. Okay. You are that boss. 
<laughs> now, if you wanted to have an employee of your company, what is the perfect employee that you would want to have in your company that could read your mind where you wouldn't have to say a thing to their employee and they knew exactly what you wanted to get done? What would those qualities be? Okay, guess what? Now you're the employee. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? You know, it's shaking hands. It's shaking hands. You hear that satisfaction? Marky has so much satisfaction. So much satisfaction. He's so satisfied. So, <clears throat> become the employee that you've always wanted to have if you were in a position of being a CEO or the owner of a company and calling the shots, okay? See, think about this. Like, like all these queens we hear about through the ages. Maybe there's some nice ones, you know, that were just nice, that didn't have to order people around and boss people around. Because I don't know about you, but any boss I've ever had that I've liked was the ones that didn't boss me around. The ones that just enhanced what I, I could already do and made the job fun, you know? So let yourself be that boss in terms of your art. And also, let's add another quotient. Uh... The audience, if there's, a, if there's a perfect kind of audience we'd want. Okay, now become that audience. Become one audience member at a time. Become, make one audience happy at a time. And most importantly, make that audience you. Get a kick out of it. You know all about all this. I don't want to make this a lecture to you. But Clay, if there's anything that, that I'm saying and what I'm saying, you know, let's say for instance, if I was the only audience you were making music for, would I not be worth your time? Would I not be not worth your time? My praise and my appreciation for your, for your music. So imagine that. Whether it's me or another person out there in the world, I'm sure you've gotten, pl I'm sure you've gotten plenty of, uh, 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 plenty of appreciation for the for the music that you've created. I'm sure you've heard from a lot of people. That that equals all the unseen and unknown people out there. I mean, I just made a website. CECartist.com. My friend Samantha, she she you know, she just was hu a huge fan on on this art. And I'm like, what the heck? So I'm reimagining this art through these different eyes, through these eyes that have never seen this art that I've created before. That's your music. Make a music site specifically. Boom. Put it up there. The audioscape. You know, we could have one thing that's your music and another that's singing your podcasts. It's, we, we never have to quit an art form. Because ultimately, I think in there, we're thinking about some kind of judge, someone who's judging us. Who's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the one who's check marking or Xing off, you know, kit, you know, I, here comes the rubber stamp. Schmanch. That's the sound of the rubber stamp hitting the, hitting the paper. Schmonch. He was whisking through the wind. Schwanch. And the desk, boom, reverberating. You can imagine it. That's the big stamp of disapproval? No, come on. What's the approval? What's the approval? Let's go for that, you know. Let's just go for... Where have we heard it from already? But really, you got to be the one who's approving it. And I, I think you already know which ones you approve. They're the ones that you're most surprised by. They're ones that just came to you like a flash. And I don't know, sometimes we feel like we don't deserve it, do we? Sometimes we don't feel like we earned it. I think that's something I've confronted with. I'm hearing all this praise about my art. And I feel like, well, I, don't, I don't feel like I earned it. Well, that's the best. If you're surprised by it and you're excited by it and you, you get a kick out of it, and you're, and, and you're joyful of, this, of, of welcoming this experience... Whoa! That is what you're passing on to the audience. That's the, exactly what you're passing on to the audience. It's an unfiltered channel. Now the, now the audience gets a chance to uh, appreciate what you got there. Yeah. And uh, Miss Drake, I think it was so awesome to meet you. I think it's so great that you set, set that up. I think it'd be great. We could do a podcast explosion uh, Zoom meeting. We could do a podcast explosion. I mean, this thing could grow. During this time, people want to grow. This could be the thing. The the the, the uh, Los Angeles podcast explosion. And how cool is that? The Los Angeles 
podcast expansion explosion. Explosion expansion. Online, digital. It's 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 the core and the excitement and all the and all the love and and those who showed up. The subatomic particles of the of the atom. We're sculpting it, sculpting that universe, sculpting that universe. So you know, we can do we can do this visually. If you got a uh, Skype, somehow the other day I did a wonderful interview with my friend Kimberly, and I think we did it through Skype. I think we did it through Skype. She recorded it, and she was able to upload it. And uh, I think through Skype you can have a, a series of people. For, uh, the Alley Crew guys have recorded Zoom meetings before, and they've they've recorded all of us on there digitally. So. I think uh, that that could be something fun. That can continue. You can record the Zoom meeting, upload it to YouTube, YouTube channel. Uh, uh, you you know use the the one uh, use the uh, uh, whatever uh, one minute. You know use one minute promos on your Instagram, anywhere, all of your social networks. Then you get your Instagram hooked in with your. Twitter, which is what I, what I like to do, and then I, I it automatically uploads it. So whatever I upload onto my Instagram, I go, I flip flip over the thing, going to yep, yeah, let's make sure we put it on Twitter too. So it goes, it's t- it's like you you got like a it's like the A team. You got your people on your in the team, and they're all going all right. You know, I got the it's like a high five. Okay, I got the Instagram part taken care of. Cool. I got the, you know, I I got the Twitter part. These people are just high fiving each other all over. Yeah, the LA podcast explosion. This could be a very very fun thing. You could have people, podcasters, write articles on the podcast explosion website, and the whole thing just just keeps up. you know, and then of course you can embed it, YouTube videos on it. I'm sure, right up there. So you're so you're you're embedding the YouTube Zoom meeting recording up on a website. So as people watch it on the website, it's automatically getting views on YouTube. There's another high five. All right. My gosh, I mean, we could get crazy with uh, everything. We could do it in such a way where. Um. Then TikTok. You know, I don't know if you've used that app. Add it up on TikTok. Just any and all of these social networking. I heard that YouTube is going to be coming out in a month or two. YouTube Shorts, and they're going to be like TikTok. They're going to be like a TikTok type of service. It's already going to already going to be built right into your YouTube uh, uh, app. So that's something to consider. So those are a lot of those those are a lot of fun things to think about. Man behind the machine. I did I did not know about the hacks, but I hope they found what they were looking for, or I hope they did not find what they were looking for, depending on which side. See, I don't know which side has the best intentions, honest to God, of the entire populace at heart. And, uh, you know, there's good guys everywhere. There's corruption everywhere. So, for every piece of evidence on the one side, there's another piece of evidence on the other side that mysteriously appears that, that combats the thing that said before, that was said before it. And then people say, oh, you've been colluding with Hungary. And then these guys say, no, we caught you with your hand in the cookie jar. And then these people over here go, hey, well, this guy over there uh, has been known to put his hands all over females. Then you hear that this guy over here has been doing it for eons. 
Then you hear that this guy over here has secret documents pertaining to a conversation that happened. Then you hear that these people over here have photos that show proof of some nefarious activities. And then this, these people over here are like pirates of an underground forum. And you wonder, okay, is this is this possibly a fake death scenario? And there's there. They're, they're, this is using this is a channel and using a way to communicate with us, or is this something that uh, is once it's brought to light, is this going to put everything at a you know reset? We're going to get a cream of the crop here where everybody is going to realize that the answer to everything is cooperation, collaboration, reciprocation. I, I want whatever news I'm looking at, I want it to reflect those aspects because those are the aspects that are going to continue to reflect their ways through my thought patterns, through my biology, through my ecology, through even the things that I'm eating. It's going to be, it's going to affect that as it's coming into my body. So if I got some kind of things jangling around in my brain that are not serving my my imagination, I got to tell you, it's like, whoa, man, I've been spending so many days, so many hours with Samantha. We'll be on, I think it's FaceTime, just on there, not even really looking at each other, laughing, making each other laugh. I'm drawing, she's writing, she's moving my website around. It's like, wow, and we're, we're creating this world. And it, dude, it's creating this momentum, momentum, momentum. It's just this like, wow, wow, wow. And um, I like weaving that awareness in with my dialogue uh, so that way it's little Easter eggs that people can follow the rabbit hole of Q for instance or they can follow the rabbit hole of the Pentagon recently re uh, releasing uh, <laughs> evidence that they, they know that you know they, they've been aware of these UFOs it's like you guys and why why isn't this bigger news this is this is like a redemptive thing. This is a vindication thing for those who have been abducted by aliens, those who have uh, seen aliens, and those who have been called crazy by their friends, family, neighbors, social networks, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth, for, for you know, knowing about the existence of aliens. Maybe they're former scientists who used to work in a lab somewhere, and they saw, or, or like uh, Bob Lazar, Dr. Lob, Bob Lazar, the guy who saw the UF, the, the, uh, the UFOs uh, at Area 51. I mean, it's like you've got, oh my God. Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, Roger Lear, the guy who recently died, who I met at these secret UFO meetings. He talked about Project Looking Glass, which is this thing that you'd stand in, you'd see the past, present, and future, and this helped the politicians. There are a few of these around the country in these secret locations. He said the closest thing to it is Stargate. Now, I've never seen that movie, but he said it's they, they hide these things in media uh, to kind of subconsciously get the populace used to this type of stuff. A lot of people joke about The Simpsons that a lot of, um, it's interesting when you go, go down the rabbit hole of that. Um, and you see, whoa, how did they predict this? So, you know, did they, were they warning us? Were they letting us know this was on its way? Um, it, it's, a, it's a crazy kind of interesting thing because it's like, whoa, I'm getting warned about the future. But then what do you do if it's an in inevitable future? You know, should I just sit back, relax, and just do my best to find satisfaction within that process of however, you know, it unfolds since it's, it's already there. Like this Project Looking Glass. They, they'll be able to look in the past, present, and future and sort of go, oh, all right, this vibe. At this particular vibe, it's heading in this direction. This is the way it unfolds. Well, okay, well, now let's look in a multiple, let's look in a, a, a parallel universe version of this. Is Fermilab somehow involved with this? Is the uh, uh, particle accelerator uh uh, I almost called it LARP. Oh my God. Which is another funny thing that, that the world now knows more what LARPs are than ever before. Um, but anyway, it's the big particle accelerator, uh, particle accelerator that's downstairs, <laughs> downstairs. They're smashing things, you know, and then, uh, just crazy rabbit holes with the flat earth, the hollow earth. I talked to a guy at the secret UFO meeting who had uh, conversations with uh, uh, this uh, special ops dude who's all these all these levels above classified. You can't even figure it out. You know, you can't even figure it out. He, he himself have, has flown from through the middle of the earth, okay, where he has seen, he's looked out the window of the airplane and... He looks down through the trees and he sees woolly mammoths. He sees prehistorical creatures. There's a climate in there. I mean, 
you hear all kinds of stuff. I met a guy who has blueprints on how to build a UFO. Who has met a guy who's met a doctor named uh, Burris or Barris? Can't remember his name. He was a doctor who was who was uh, at, at Area 51 and had and was had close encounters with an alien that they had captured there. And the alien had one day jumped on top of him, stood on his chest, and just beamed, looked right into his eyes, and beamed, downloaded all of this information, all of this information, communicated with him, just went, Bow! downloaded into his brain. And it was through through that, this guy that I met through, um, I forgot his name now, wish I could remember. He had met that guy, had close contact with him, interviewed him tons, uh, and had these blueprints for UFOs. And I have have these somewhere. He's someone I got to somehow get a hold of. This guy is fascinating. So there's a lot of really interesting stuff that's out there. The Man Who Sees UFOs, phenomenal documentary. So anyway, Nico, I don't know if this goes so far off the rabbit hole trail. You know, it's like the things that are just right in front of us, chances are those are not the things that are right in front of us, and you know this. So you wonder who's the puppeteer of the puppeteer of the puppeteer of the puppeteer. A lot of times we hear that it's the Anunnaki that are the top puppeteers of everything that's going on. Other times we hear it's these top six, you know, these people. It's like they're playing a game of Stratego or Risk with us in the world. Could you imagine that? You 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 have so much money that you're able to control armies and control, go, all right, well, I'm going to sink this thing that you own. Ah, oh, <laughs> oh, that's just a minor flesh wound. That's just $1 billion out of my $4,300 billion. You know, oh, yeah, you just sunk my island. Oh, that's no big deal. Okay. Well, if you thought that was funny, well, how about my weather machine that now does this to your crops? Ah, your farmers are in big trouble, man. Now, guess what? We're going to sink. Oh, yeah, well, guess what? I'm going to sink your economy with this this virus. You know, what? who who are the puppet masters? Who are the puppet masters? And there's so much disinformation going on out there. You don't know who's what or what's upside down or what's downside up or whatnot. So my head could go crazy, and it does, believe you me, mon frere, within those rabbit holes. Uh, what I've been noticing the most value in is actually living in this now and inviting in so much imagination. Oh, it is so wonderful. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you.